Welcome to episode number 23 of the Disney Hipster Podcast, a show critiquing the aesthetic choices of the Disney company. My name is Adam, and I write for the Disney Hipster blog. With me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew. Hello there. In lieu of doing a full show this week, and we're just getting back from our vacation, we're going to be doing a random segment melange. segment melange we're going to be doing a good design bad design a top five news a hypothetical question which we gathered during our official meetup and we're also going to do a quick review of wreck it ralph and a merchandise loop and a merchandise loop as well if you think our regular show's too long or if you're confused by silly songs i think you should jump in a pond it's a random segment a random segment melange so today one day after getting back from vacation me and adam had the uh terrible luck of seeing uh, Wreck-It Ralph. We did. Yeah. Surprisingly, considering that most of the movie theaters up here do not have power. Yeah, we were terribly lucky. Mm -hmm. Most of New Jersey is without power. We were super lucky and we still have power and so does that movie theater. Uh Uh-huh. And we used our gas, which we shouldn't have done. Yeah, but we have a Prius, so it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. 58 miles a gallon. That's awesome. Very good. Um, anyway, we don't, uh, we've never done a review on the show, really, you know? Yeah. Even though we, uh, we pretty much see every Disney movie that comes out, animated movie anyway. Yeah. You know, and this was no exception. I knew I wanted to see this from the beginning. Yeah, I was, I was really, really super excited. I'm a humongous video game nerd. Yeah. Unlike Andrew, who's I'm, not. I'm not a video game nerd, but I am, uh, as the show implies, a, you know, a hipster. So I get this sort of, like, 8-bit throwback sort of fun, yeah. you know, that they're trying to market. I like the fact that this this movie has been in development since uh, the late 80s. Yeah. If you could believe it. I just read that on Wikipedia. That's probably not even true. Yeah, I don't even know. I just read it I didn't. Who knows? But I think I'm surprised how it ended up in a way. Because I remember when they first made the announcement, it just sounded weird. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like like Roger Rabbit-esque, you know, in the fact that it's sort of all the characters. Yeah, but we didn't know that in the beginning. No, I think I always knew that. No, so I feel like when they first first heard the first made like early announcements about it, and you knew you, when it you was were going to have this, Ralph. yeah, when you you knew you were going to have this, basically this Disney movie, based on a video game character. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't see how they would put it together, and I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was excellent. It has a lot of like crazy weird nostalgia for a not a younger generation necessarily, mm-hmm. but a vast majority of you know people under like 40 years old yeah you know because everyone under 40 years old played video games at one point yeah and i think everyone is even familiar with some of the really old characters and there's definitely some really obscure ones in there which is really neat but but it's also not a centerpiece like i feel like with um roger rabbit it was a bigger deal and it sort of distracted from the film a little bit sure as opposed to this one all the main characters of course are new disney original fictional you know yeah and, but they also seem like they could have been real arcade game yeah, characters absolutely. at the same time. You absolutely. know, like the Sugar Rush kids? Yeah. I feel like they could oh, totally be a, an arcade character. Well, they totally were like, oh, let's get that super hyper, like super cute arcade game right. kind of thing that goes on nowadays. And that's totally where Sugar Rush is going. I love the Sugar Rush gang. You know, I want to live in Sugar Rush. I know. It's really, really great it stuff. It looks like so much fun. I just want to eat everything. Yeah, it looks fun. And uh, anyway. But, but yeah, but I think I think the, the addition of the... Video game characters. If you haven't seen it yet, you should probably not listen. But if you're going yeah, to, yeah, we'll spoil stuff. So if we'll you try don't not to spoil it, too much. I'll spoil everything. But they're not in it too much. 
No, like they're sprinkled no. throughout and in backgrounds, and they they have some lines here and there. Right. But they're definitely not a focus of the movie, so I don't think it distracts from the story or anything like that. No, I think it adds to it, and it sort of uh, drives that nostalgia home. You know, I think it sucks you in. Yeah. With that nostalgia. Yeah. And then it sort of drives everything home with uh, sort of that Disney storytelling. You know. Yeah. And it's it, not just riding a wave of. Look, there's Qbert, and there's whatever, and this and that. I don't even know who Qbert is. He was just in the movie, and so, he was adorable. Yeah, he was. But he's—I mean—it definitely pulled mm-hmm. Disney's emotional movie. Cards. I started crying multiple, a times. couple times. A multiple. Couple I cried. Times. I cried the whole time. When Ralph did that thing to Vanellope, which I'm, I won't speak of to not ruin it for anyone. It was so stupid if you think about it in context. What? I started crying. But it, it made me cry. I was very upset. It was terrible. Yeah, anyway. I can't no. believe he did that, even though he did it for her own good. Which kind of is a running theme, I think, with Disney films in general. Yeah. So they sort of ran with that storyline. I cried. Anyway, the uh, let's talk about the uh, design elements, I guess, yeah. for a little bit. Because we've you know mentioned there's lots of 8-bit sort of humor mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. I mean, overall, let's just start with the, the character movements. Well, they're wonderful because the they, more they, like, defined, yeah. the more defined, like newer arcade game characters move fluidly and beautifully, yeah. and then you see like Ralph's characters, mm. the ones from his game, which is called Fix It Felix Jr. Yeah. is the arcade game that Ralph is in. They sort of jump, like they jitter. They jitter, and it's so when cute. they animate them, yes. it's, it's incredible. So, so I think the bottom line is they, and this is what I was wondering how they were going to do when it originally was announced: is if you have new video game characters and you're trying to make them 3D. Right. In with old video game characters, how you're going to do it and do it effectively. Yeah. And I think they found a good way to do it. It's done tremendously well. And Fix of Felix looks like so much fun. Yeah. And those little characters are so cute. And I was also curious, like when you see them, when the the trailer came out, you kind of see them in that big room where you see all the characters together. Right. That central gaming location. And now that I know what it is, Mm -hmm. it's just so clever and so well done and what those ports are. Yeah. It has sort of AI. It just makes a lot of sense. Right. In the world of... I, it has I, sort I, of like a Monsters, Inc. feel. You yeah. know, like, you know what I mean? How they, all the monsters are in that big hub. Yeah. It kind of has a feel like that. But it was more to me, is like, how are you going to limit this? And I think they limited it really well. Right. And made the storyline work. Like, it's not it's not based in the entire video game universe. Right. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's limited to one arcade. Right. Yeah, and the way that they travel is very uh, schnazzy and cool. And then, of course, it breaks out of the video game world every once in a while to go into the arcade. Mm-hmm. Those characters are beautifully animated, mm-hmm. and uh, the design of them is really good, especially the dorky girl who you kind of see throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's nice to know that they didn't sort of skip over that sort of real-world section, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like they do that. Like with, uh, oh, absolutely. Actually, I'd say they do that with, like, Toy Story. Yeah. Personally, do. like if you watch... Toy Story 1 and 2 especially. The third one, not so much. I mean, those look pretty great. But I, this has same, like, Pixar quality, I think, as far as... It absolutely does. As far as the real humans are concerned. Mm-hmm. How they're animated and it, stuff. And yeah, they were good. I mean, but they were they didn't stand out too much. No. They, which I they think did, was I important think, yeah. because you don't want them to necessarily. Right. But, I mean, the backstory of the arcade plays a huge role in the story of the film, the flow of the film, and how everything comes together at the end. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, what was your favorite new character like character that they made specifically for the film as far as design design yeah i think vanellope yeah vanellope is voiced by sarah silverman who's just she terrific. steals the show for this entire movie steals i guess she, that's kind of the point steals it because her backstory is just as important as ralph's mm-hmm. you know in the end and it is she's really i mean to 
it's called Wreck-It Ralph, but it should be Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope Von Sweets. 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 She is so stinking cute, and she has little jimmies in her hair. Yeah. Well, she's a, she's a hot mess in a way. Yeah, to like, she's a total hot mess. It totally looks like she's glued together. Time and I love it. Yeah, poop jokes, and the humor goes a little far, which I'm really glad that Disney went there and did The it. whole time they did. The only part that I didn't like is that... What's the, the other lady's name? Do you even remember her name? The one from Hero Duty? Oh, Jane Lynch's She makes no. a pussy joke. Does she? she says pussy willows. She calls them pussy willows, and I know that that's a plant, uh. but she says it, and you think for half of a second that she's going to say pussy. That's because Jane Lynch is a and super, super lesbian. She's a she power is, lesbian. She is a power lesbian, but listen, they shouldn't make pussy jokes in Disney movies. But see, I like when they do that. I don't like that they did that. Because of the kind of movie it is. I don't like that they did that. She didn't need to say that. You know that. what it is? Is that... Two is that Disney for a while has not been having luck with anything outside of their main that's genres, like their princess films and stuff like that. Right. And everything they tried that's been weird, like Atlantis, well, that's or whatever, a whole other thing. has kind of failed. I think this is the first one that absolutely works. See, like, I don't think not... so. I don't think so because in a while, Princess and the Frog was perfect. Yeah, perfect. but that was a princess movie. That was well, a straight up classic. Right, right, right. Princess well, movie. I think they've been kind Absolutely. of on an upward swing. This from Bolt on. But this is more like Chicken Little to me. Like that mean? kind of film. What do you mean? I don't know. Like because it's it's just a little bit, animated? a little bit weirder. No, 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 no. Not that Chicken animated. Little. I don't. I don't really like. Like character wise, it's like kind of all over the place. It's more. Abstract. I think they're it's on not, a pretty big up. up it's not humans movie. as right. lead characters or humanized animals, <laughs> right. which is typically what they're going for. I don't know where to place know. in the context of like the rest of the company. I don't know where to place this movie other than the fact that it was terrific. And besides the fact that there were other characters that were non-Disney characters, it still tugged at my heartstrings like a Disney movie should. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, pro I don't think that I really cried. I didn't cry during Tangled. Mm -mm. I probably didn't cry during Princess and the Frog, but this one did. Mm. You know, well, this one got me. Tangled grew on me for certain. After I'd seen it, Tangled was terrific. I mean, I loved it when I first saw I it, but you, I love it more now. They, they're winning right now with these movies. They really are. Bolt, they Princess are. and the Frog, Tangled, Wreck It Ralph, four yeah. in a row. And I know people kind of shit on Bolt a little bit, but I thought that movie was great. Bolt, I think, is lower than the other. Three I think they were getting far. their sh they're getting their shit together. Yeah, it was a big step up from what they had done. But you know well, what? Yeah, meet even the if Robinsons. you go beyond that, I was going to yeah. say Meet the Robinsons. I like Meet the Robinsons better than I like Bolt. I do too. I mean, the animation gets a little crazy sometimes, mm -hmm. but. I mean, no, storytelling. I, I think in good. general they are doing a tremendous. Yeah, it's job. more was, like Meet the Robinsons to me. Like yeah. it's it's more abstract yes, storytelling. I think so. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. I would more place than it more like Meet the Robinsons yeah. than like Chicken Little. And but this is the first one that just just nailed. Yeah. Like, it, I agree with that. It, I think this is the, this is one of their best. Yeah. Ever, maybe. And I think this will do what kind of what up. Hopefully, in the long run, will do for Pixar to show Disney that they could experiment a little bit and still be successful. I hope that's the case. You know what I mean, and not just do. Their standard film. I hope that's the case. Yeah, it, it looks great. It tugs at your heartstrings. Brings that that like Disney nostalgia. Mm. Design is out of this world. Animation great. Do you have any favorite characters? Um, you know who I really liked was the people that lived in Fix It Felix. Oh, they're great. They're so cute. I think mm. one's name was Bruce. Yeah. They were so cute. They looked like little eggs, and they are just funny the way they act towards Ralph, and yeah. they're just cute and silly. Like They're definitely fun. Yeah. What about cameos? Were you into the cameos? Uh, by the other characters? Yeah, by the other video games. I guess so. I don't yeah. really know other video games, so I don't know what was a cameo and what wasn't. You know what surprised me, though? Yeah, yeah, I guess you don't. And there's probably a lot of obscure, obscure ones that I didn't even know. But 
Um, I do Pac-Man. Yes. Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, besides that, in the, the, what is the Sugar Rush game? Yeah. They spend a lot of time oh in that game. Oh my gosh. And it, it probably an equal number to the video game cameos, video game character cameos, mm -hmm. were the sweet cameos. Yes. Like Orioles, Devil Dogs, and more importantly, Beard Papa. How? And I screamed his name as soon as I saw him, not really thinking it was Beard Papa. But... And then all of a sudden, it was Beard it Papa. It was actually Beard Papa. For those of you who don't know and don't live in a metropolitan area, Beard Papa is a Japanese chain uh -huh. of cream pufferies. They are. They make cream the, puffs, and that's it. The and most amazing cream puffs ever. Disney could learn a thing for two. I think... Like, Disney obviously got in contact with them. Get their cream puff recipe and make their cream I puffs. would like to say that we've probably mentioned cream puff, like, Beard Papa on the show before. But that's how much we love them. They're delicious. But all the ones in New York closed aside from one. And yes. there's one in Jersey and Fort Lee. Yes. If you guys live they anywhere near. They are out of this world. But Beard Papa plays a guard in uh, uh -huh. Sugar Rush. And he makes cream puffs. It's just totally movie. random and totally weird and totally awesome. Yeah. This movie, yeah, it was great on all on all accounts. What did you think about uh, Paper Man, the short that showed before uh, Wreck-It It was very wonderful wonderful, uh -huh. and very emotional uh -huh. in a good way and yes. clever. Very stylized. Very stylized. Like almost Which I loved. Japanime kind of animation. Yeah. Japanimation. Yeah. Kind of thing. Almost a little bit. Very stylized. The characters themselves were very stylized. The main character had a sort of a linguine quality. He did. I was know? thinking the same thing. Which I which I liked. Like, you, you know, they were so cute and they looked great. Black and white except for the lipstick. Uh-huh. Again, very stylized and cool. Uh, almost had like a watercolor look to it. Yeah. You know, if you're watercoloring in like grays and blacks. I've heard great things about it in 3D specifically, right. which we did not see. No, because, because I hate 3D. Andrew gets kind of wonked out I just 3D. don't like 3D. So we didn't go. Um, but yeah, beautiful story. Again, it, that one made me tear up too. That it was just so sweet. I don't think it stands out to some of the Pixar shorts that have come out. Like, not the more recent, like, Slee ones, but like, Night and Day, like, right? Well, that, those are, yeah, they're those like... Those are, like, brilliant. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not on that level. But I, again, I want to reinforce the fact that I'm super glad that they're releasing shorts again. I agree. Like, the company should be. Why not? What else yeah. are you doing? Well, it's You're true. certainly not... Doing theme park attractions. Train your animators. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll Instead of doing movies. straight to DVD. Yeah. Movies, Crap. Yeah, you can train them by doing this, and that clearly the results are there. It looked beautiful. Yeah. So overall, I, I don't give I give Wreck-It Ralph uh, a plus. I'm with you. A I'm, plus. I'm sure if I liked it this much now, I'm sure I'll like it even more when I watch it 75 times. Because the the like the kitschy sort of uh, it's not a one trick pony like you think mm -hmm. it's gonna be. You know, like oh look, we're in video games. Yeah, it's totally it, not. You could put it in another setting and it would yeah. still hold up. That's what it, it's just like, oh, look, that's that character in the background, but that's it. But it's all about, yeah. like everything else with Disney, it's all about story, and at least this one sort of, you know, nails it. And the score is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know what, I I disagree a little bit. I think the music was kind of blazo. Uh, I mean, the, the modern songs they stuck in were kind of whatever. I don't, like I, the credit the song and that. It, the music couldn't have been bad or good because I don't remember any yeah. of it. But it was just very 8 bitty. I know the opening. The opening was, and the ending was. And the ending, the the ending animation was great. Terrific. And they they basically made all of the Wreck-It Ralph characters kind of in various video game time periods. Yeah, and, and that, that was a lot of fun. Like eight, eight bit, sixteen bit, for sure, etc. Yes. Anyway, so that's our review of Wreck-It Ralph. Go and see it. It did uh, Gangbusters at the box office. Yeah, as you've probably already seen it, but if you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. Yeah, and if you have any thoughts on it, uh, send them our way on Twitter at Disney Hipsters. Tell us what you thought. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yay. This is the Merchandise Loop, and we hope you're not duped by the fascinating things that we shop for. So, we're going to be doing a Merchandise Loop, I guess, since you guys just heard the song. And we're going to be focusing on a couple little items that we picked up on our recent trip. Yes, we're just going to focus on our trip. We're not going to take individual items. Yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so that being said, we didn't buy very much. Not really much at all. I, I mean, we snagged a couple things, but that doesn't... Anyway. Yeah, this is the, the littlest we've purchased on a trip. Yeah, we bought a lot of food, but a we lot can't of talk food. about that. Because yeah. we're going to be talking about our trip on the next episode with Jamie and Keith. Um... But so so basically the two things we got, or three things we got um, to start, uh, mugs from the Liberty Tree, which yes. we kind of had our eyes on going down there. Yeah, we knew we wanted those. I'm a big beer drinker and they look like beautiful beer mugs. And they weigh a thousand pounds. They're really, really <laughs> thick glass mugs with a cute little uh, Liberty Tree insignia on it uh -huh. and some characters on the other side. And very classic, like kind of almost something you would have seen in 1982. Yeah, super, super <laughs> classic. I like these. I like these mugs, and I'm going to put them in the freezer and drink beer out of them. So they're very cool, and they're very cheap. A super good souvenir. Like five bucks, I want to say. And you don't have to get any kind of souvenir beverage or whatever, yeah, a special beverage. Go there and buy them. Yeah, you could just buy them. They have them wrapped up at the counter. And listen, after our meal at Liberty Tree... Yeah, don't eat there. Yeah, don't eat... We'll talk was... about that. Like we said, we'll talk about it again, but just don't eat there. It's yeah, garbage. Yeah, this until um, they change the menu. They got rid of the good old food that they used to have. Anyway, continuing... Okay. Um, so we got those mugs, and those were really cool, and then Andrew got another mug. Yeah, I supplemented, uh, every trip I've been buying the, um, Mary Blair mugs, the It's a Small World mugs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, last time I got, what, Scan Scandinavian countries? Uh -huh. well, I don't know. And then this one I got more, I don't want to say Arabian countries, because that's not a thing. No. But what, I don't know what else to Just say. Go with, Eastern countries? go with it. Go with it. Yeah. Arabian. Middle Eastern. I don't know. It was, uh... There's buildings with, like... I don't know. Arabian Eastern. Yes, exactly. Anyway, I got that that Mary Blair mug, which I love. Those are the best coffee mugs. I always think they're too big. No, they are not too big. They're perfect size for coffee. They have a huge base that extends with a little lip. That's what I don't really so like you about can, them. But here's why I like them. Because in the morning when I'm groggy and I'm sitting on the sofa, playing uh -huh. on the computer, I can set it on the sofa and not worry about it knocking over. You sit your coffee yes, on our sofa. I do. This is news to me. Right on the sofa. That's wonderful. Because you don't... Well, I've never spilt it. Well, to be honest, if you spilt it, you would clean it, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah, Adam's acting like he would clean the sofa. He wouldn't even know that I spilled it. <laughs> anyway, oh. so I got... So now I have two of those Mary Blair mugs, and I love them very much. I write, like, petite mugs. You know what? Do you have anything else on our list? Because I have another one. Um, we have the... These we really didn't buy, but we caught as part of our ticket purchasing uh -huh. for, um... Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, the Chippendale Sources of the Magic Kingdom cards. Oh, yeah. Which are super cute, um, but I don't really collect these cards, so I don't necessarily care. No, Yeah. Maybe we'll give them away at some point. <laughs> Sorry, I'm rummaging. He's rummaging through the drawers now. Sorry, oh, I my God. I totally I, forgot about this. So I had to rummage and uh, because we were talking about beer. Uh, we went to Theme Park Connection. Yeah, so this is a great Disney in, merchandise In thing. Winter Garden, Florida, which is, it maybe was like a 25 minute drive from yeah, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it wasn't bad Not at long at all. It's a uh, warehouse. Every, I know everyone who's listening to this podcast knows about it and has already been there. But I'm going to explain it anyway for maybe the one or two people who don't. It's a warehouse in Winter Garden, Florida that sort of uh, is a giant collection of old Disney shit. Yeah. Basically, including stuff 
from the actual theme parks, like signage and ride vehicles and shit like that. Uh-huh. But they also have a lot of garbage and a lot of fun garbage, you know? They have a lot of bad garbage. I got a, I got a cast member name tag. This is Andy. They didn't have any with my name on it, no. boo. But I got one that says Andy and I love it. And I wore it to bed last night and it poked me in the middle of my sleep. That's awesome. I know, it stabbed me. Um, and then I also got this beer cozy. I, this one's going out to my sister who is obsessed with beer cozies. The coos. The coos. It's a beer coos. It's a koozie. A coos. Um, anyway, this one has uh, Ludwig von Drake on it. Uh-huh. And it says, be smart, think health and safety. Uh-huh. Which is ironic. Yeah. Because it's a beer cozy. It's true, and it was only a dollar. And it was a dollar, and it says think health and safety, and nothing about beer says either, either of those things to me. No. I made him buy it. He almost didn't even buy it. And yeah. then he enjoyed his beer. And that's another, uh, well, we'll just leave it at that, but if you could buy beer from the Hess Station. Talk about that. That's a merchandise. Yeah, we bought beer from the Hess Station this time instead of beer from Disney. It- and then we would just drink it around the resort. Because we never, I don't know why we never thought about this. Because we're retarded. Because we normally don't have to fill up the rental car on property. We, that's why we didn't no, really we, think about it. But we stopped there. No, we stopped there on purpose. And that's where we discovered cock freestyle. Yeah, cock freestyle. Hashtag cock freestyle. Yeah. Um, so anyway, at the head station, you can get 18 Budweiser's or Bud Lights for like 15 bucks, which is a crazy deal. Uh-huh. Like, that's a crazy bargain. I mean, it's great. Yeah. You can get that and cherry flavored cock. Me and my sister, me and my sister downed uh, two cases. Yeah. Which is pretty good. It's a lot of beers. Well, it's 18 weeks, and I left four of them. Way the cheaper than the. Instead of tipping the maid, I left her four beers. Oh, we tipped her. Yeah, with beer. No, we tipped her with <laughs> money, too. And candy. We left her a shitload of Halloween candy. We left her a lot of candy, but that bitch does not deserve that $5 because she did not change my garbage. She didn't. There is a... She skipped changing my garbage once. Yeah, Jamie would have had her Flipped. head. Flipped. She would have had her head. I felt bad for her, though, because I don't know. She what else Mexican. did you get in theme park connections? Because um, you got other things. You got the comic that the. Oh, I got a. I can't, I think it might be Chinese, but it, it might be, I don't know what Chinese I think it's, Jap- it's, I think it's, I think it's in Mandarin, maybe? I don't really know what Chinese if that's or a Japanese language. writing looks like. I don't know. I don't really know the difference in the, in what their writing looks like, I'll be honest. It doesn't look like Japanese to me. But, I got a Snow White and the Prince uh, paper dolls. Yeah. Which are amazing. I also got a... For two dollars. I got a cast member handbook, uh, which is great. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then it's we got, fun. we got to use... Right, we'll talk about that. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that in the next, next episode. episode. And then we also got a uh, a press kit from uh, 1998 when Animal Kingdom opened. Yeah, and then and you I get, thought that was kind of cool. And you got the comic book. Oh, and the uh, Universe of Energy Mickey Mouse and Goofy comic book. Which which they, they have seven thousand. They have seven thousand of them. I know a lot of people already have that, but, but I you, you can it. pick one of there for what a dollar, five dollars, five bucks. Oh, five bucks. Five bucks. Anyway, theme park connection was fun. So yeah, that's our merchandise soup. For today's Good Design, Bad Design, we're going to be talking about one or two of the 30 new meet and greet characters that we met. Yeah. yeah. Well, new characters slash new costumes. Yeah, we met tons of new freaking characters. We are total character stalkers. Oh my god, we're it's total disgusting. stalkers. It's ridiculous. We are creepy ass. We're like kicking kids in the throat it's to bad. get in front of them in line. I just knock those bitches over. Knock them right over. And let me... They, sometimes they try to jump in front of you. Let me just say... 
Little kids and parents and meet and greet lines are animals. The worst. And the worst thing, if you, just to quick note, if you are a dad and a mom, you cannot send mom and the kids on one line while dad waits in the no, other, you gets up to the front, and then continues to let people go until his kids are done with the other Now, line. I've seen this You're happen. You're an asshole. If you I've do seen that. this happen on normal attractions uh, once or twice, but I see it all the time in meet and greet characters, all and it pisses me off so much. Does your family time not matter to you at all? Don't you want to be with your kids when they're meeting characters instead of splitting up and doing that? Isn't that the fun of for it? For crying out loud, for fuck's sake, get you, in the picture with them. Aren't you in a family and a vacation together? Yeah. Like, did you go to Disney World for your kids or that Disney World for everyone? That pisses me off when somebody says they went to Disney World for their kids. Go for your fucking self. Yeah. You deserve a vacation too. Well, you're an asshole if you do that. And I fucking hate all those people. So you should not listen it to It happened to us several times yeah. on asshole. this trip. Several times. Asshole. You cannot stand at the front of the line and hold the place for your family. No. That's not you could if how you're, it works. If you're a total dickwad and you hate, you don't give a shit about if anybody else If you see someone yourself. doing this, you should really give them Kick them in the face. Them. Kick them in the fucking face. Like hard. Like just fucking drop, drop kick, kick them. them. Right in the throat. Don't kill them. You know what? Drop their kid in the fucking face. I'm going to push their kid in the ground. Because if they love their kids their so face. much that they're going to cut the line for them, then... Make them feel it really Part bad. of me, like, secretly wants those kids to run over. Because you know how they also run. Uh, also, I, like, I always want them to bust control. their ass. Running. I want them to just fucking eat it. <laughs> just hit their face on the rock work and knock out, like, all their teeth and blood just spewing out. But not, not, not permanent damage. No, but you, you know, no, baby teeth. Baby yeah, teeth. Just some blood. Blood and crying. Oh, God, I would love that. I love awesome. when kids trip and follow Disney World. As long as they're not really hurt. I don't want kids to get hurt. I want their parents to get hurt and feel bad for making their kids run. Yeah. Especially I don't want kids to get hurt. And those light up fucking shoes. But, yo, my God. Let's save this. Can we save this yeah, for the we podcast? God fucking damn it. Okay, so <laughs> this good design is is based on our trip and the characters we saw. Andrew. Okay, so these are, this is out of new characters that we've new met. New characters. I'm going to say for my good design, I'm going to say uh, the great Goofini in uh, Pete's Silly Sideshow. Incredible. Incredible. Out of this world. Incredible. The amount of, like, detail and stitching and beautiful material. E even the uh, the set. The set you know, is nuts. It's gorgeous. So this is awesome. the best meet and greet I've ever been to. No, I agree. He is the best of the four, and they're all amazing. And they're all amazing. One is better than the next. Goofy, I think, takes the cake, That's probably It's probably Daisy, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, they're... or Daisy, Donald, Minnie, Goofy. I don't anyway. know. They're all amazing. Goofy is great. His outfit is wonderful. There's a bike crashed in the back that's smoking. Uh-huh. Like, the set is actually smoking. It's amazing. And it's supposed to be that ball, that motorcycle steel ball that like they have. Like Cage of Doom or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, he was tremendous. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's nice to see Goofy in a different outfit. Uh -huh. I, I can't recall ever seeing him in another outfit. But the outfit itself is very textured. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a not, whole area. It's, it's not terrible material like sometimes they choose. No, it's great. Like, it wasn't I'll like that to. gold lame. It actually has like Ugh. some weight to it. Yeah. You know, and his shoes are fabulous too. Yeah. It yeah. was incredible. So for my bad design, I'm going to say Gaston, who I've never met before until this trip. Yeah, we met him in New Fantasy. He looks like shit. He looks like a giant dough ball. And this goes more towards the person, but they all, I saw a few of them on this trip and they all are fat. That outfit is terrible. It's it has all these bad things going for it. It's a wig Ugh, on a man. A terrible wig. A wig on a man that's horrible, doesn't look real at all. A bodysuit. I'm not yeah. talking about like an outfit, I'm talking about a like flesh fake colored flesh colored skin covering his skin. Yeah. And fake muscles. Fake muscles on a fat guy. Yeah. Listen, my friend, terrible. that does not make you look like you have muscles. Well we know that Disney 
when they they cast these guys or whoever yeah. any any face characters, they cast people who are of a certain height. Yes. More than anything else. But that should not and who be should the play way. the character, and then they just put them in this outfit, but they look nothing. And like I don't them. understand. Just get a muscly guy. There's got to be a tons of. There has to be. And listen, if they if Tarzan can go around naked, yeah, like really naked, like practically naked. naked. He just had a loincloth on. Why couldn't Gaston just be a muscly guy? He shaved his ass. Who? Tarzan. Tarzan was shaved, shaved from head to toe. That poor to guy. Oh god, it sucked. But he was a very good character. He was. He was great. He was in character the whole time. And uh, yeah, so it's a horrible costume. I hate Gaston's costume. He looks fucking horrible. He's horrible. We, huh? Yeah, we met him in front of uh, his tavern. In front of Gaston's tavern, which was beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay. Adam, what, like are the your, what are your choices for this topic? Um, so my good design, I'm going to go with the Wreck-It Ralph theme. Um, and I kind of want to say both of them, but if I had to pick one, uh, I would go with Manelope. She's so cute. Again, the Mean Green character looks exactly uh-huh. like the film character. It's out of control. She's like the right textures are right. The outfit is so freaking detailed, it's insane. The licorice, like, ties that she has in her sweater. Like, if you look at, watch the film, she has, like, uh, the string in her hoodie is made of licorice. Yeah. And it looks like actual licorice. Amazing. It's just incredible. And she was so much fun. She was. It was I loved every her. detail. To the candy in her hair. Ralph to the sprinkles in her Ralph hair. Ralph was great. And then Ralph, on the other hand, was amazing, too. And the set was amazing. He's the biggest meet and greet character I've ever seen yes. in my life. And the sculpt on his face. It was perfect. It's unbelievable. It, was it looks perfect. like you took a picture of the movie. And, and the set and the queue was wonderful as well. It is a bar. Another bar that Disney needs to keep going. They are with, really with on with a roll right designs. now. I've never, never been more proud to be a fan. Yeah. I think they just did such a knockout job with that. It was terrific. And, the, I don't know, it was just... What, what about your bow design? I was, I'm going to stick in the same area. Oh, okay. And oh, go okay. with Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, he looked like shit. He was terrible. Yeah. Um. So the outfit, from what I could tell, was a red Snuggie. Uh-huh. Right? Pretty much. Like, like fleecy material that they threw on him. And then the hat, it reminded me of, like, looking at the picture now, um, as... Something that your like five year old would make at a ceramics birthday party. Yeah. Like I know it's uh, not made of ceramic, but that's kinda of what it looks like. It's like badly painted. Yeah. And like pl- I guess plastic or something. Oh my god, it was horrible. It's terrible. I, it's a terrible outfit. I do not understand why Sorcerer Mickey has to be the, the like the mascot of that park. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a ter- but the costume could be a thousand times better. Why is it Roger Rabbit? Yeah. I really don't understand why. Yeah. I mean I don't love Roger, but that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Doesn't it? It does. Anyway, he looked horrible. I love Mickey Mouse, but that costume, he needs to burn that. Just. That, and it would go up in flame. It looks like if it got anywhere near a match, it would melt. It would. It's out 100% artificial. Yeah. And terrible. It, was, it was just awful. It's the top five pieces of the news this week. Which one will you choose? It's the top five pieces of the news this week. And the other four might. Okay, on this week's top five news, um, I'm going to be going in importance order, kind of, what I think it's in order. order. I'm going to try switching it up to this, Um, so five, four, three, two, one kind of thing. So, number five, uh, I don't know if this is the booties, (laughs) what it's called, bodies, All-American replaces Fresh Appeal in downtown Disney. I don't know how I feel about this. I wouldn't, I never ate at Fresh Appeal. I know, but we've looked at the menu. We've definitely looked at the menu. We're more in there in that building for uh, baby cakes, which we frequent. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, I've never gotten anything from there. The smell of chicken in that building is way too strong. It's and true. I can't be in there very long. I can't believe that baby cakes is in there. I, I don't know how Emily deals with that smell of chicken. It's terrible. Oh my god. But but I guess how do you feel about them going towards, oh, we try to market a healthy restaurant, nobody ate in it, so well, we switch it to a burger place. Of course, it makes me want to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least it's in downtown Disney and not in the parks, you know? Because I think the healthier options in the parks are actually thriving. Yeah. Personally. But because they're few and far between. And the thing is, this place also, I think, has some vegetarian options still, correct? I think so. But, I mean, it's essentially a burger place. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit disappointing. It would have been nice to see a, As, a more, like, not, at least it's not McDonald's healthy, anymore. friendly restaurant, actually. At least it's not McDonald's. But then again, people are on vacation. I don't blame them. I eat, like, shit on my entire vacation. I eat garbage, too, but I just... There's not a lot of vegetarian food downtown. I'm gonna be honest. No, there's not. We downtown sucks in general. We never there's go down there anyway. Much. We were down there for like an like hour, hour this last trip out of 14 days, and it was a shit show. It really was. Anyway. All right. That's number four. Five. Number four. Uh, Thatch roofing starting to go into the Fantasyland bathroom area. I love this. We were there when they're putting up the thatched roofs. It looks great. In those bathrooms. To me, it looks like it's going to be more than a bathroom. I think so, too. Personally, that's a huge chunk of space. The Looking at pictures online doesn't really do it justice how vast that area is. Mm. It has to be more than bathrooms. Yeah, I think so. I know there's a couple rumors going around at Haunted Mansion store. Yeah. Kind of going around store in general. I don't I think it's going to be a Haunted Mansion store. Not with that roof. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hard to say. But also, uh, and it also is a little bit far away. Yeah. It might just be a bathroom. I know they're opening the area up. I think it's a little weird that the thatch roofing goes all the way back there. I'm not sure if it's going to be meet and greet, though. I don't think so. I think the current rumor is that it will not be. Well, that area in the corner is very much that Fantasyland Fair kind of look. Yes. It looks very much like storybook treats. And that looks more like it would fit into... New fantasy. No, I'm, I'm happy with where it is. Yeah, I just I, think. I, I mean, I I'm always for thatch roofing. I'm not gonna complain. I think it's gonna add a nice, uh, more intimate quality to that area, as opposed to you know how it used to be sort of like rocks and yeah. trees yeah. and bushes. Yeah. I think it's gonna add a more intimate, more Disneyland type we'll feel. Well, if that's the bathrooms. They're doing a good job on bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Not to throw it out there. Terrific job. It I looks, mean, the shape I of the roof is great. great. So I can't wait to I can't wait for that area to open up and that little through way to Haunted Mansion open up. Mm-hmm. I think it's just going to make that bottleneck go away and be more dynamic, you know, yeah. sort of area. So I'm excited. Very excited. Okay. What's the next one? Number three. Uh, Goofy's Winter Wonderland uh, meet and greet uh, near Osborne Lights. Yeah. Um, and a new song inspired by that, a Winter Wonderland. Nice. Is Goofy singing it? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. So they, um, they took so it... Eighth, eighth dancing musical sequence I guess so they tend to add something new to Osborne Lights every year I know yeah. a couple of years ago they added that Phineas and Ferb song Christmas yeah. is starting now which I love yeah I love it too I love it and I love the Osborne Family Lights any edition is a good edition that's, that's, that's pretty much the reason we're going down in December I think that's why this has become sort of like the the thing to do during Christmas at Disney World yeah is because they plussed it so many times yeah, but you know, it's also, it, it's, it really is magical. Like, it adds this, an air of atmosphere that's great. So, yeah, I'm happy that they're adding a mean greet. I'm always down for it. It's Santa Goofy is what it is. too cool. Yeah, I, the, the sketch looks a little in uh, the background. Yeah. But hopefully it will just be lights in real life and be fine. I think that's what it will be. To, like, blend into the, the Osborne lights. So I'm, I'm sure it will be fun at, fine at the end of the day. And I'm always down for a new musical sequence for a great song. Yeah. Wonderland is a very good song. Adam, continue. Number two. 
Uh, the Wreck-It Ralph meet and greets, which we kind of spoke about. Yeah, we've really talked about, we really thought this out, haven't we? We have. If you want to hear our thoughts, rewind for like 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> go listen, not even 10 minutes, go rewind and listen to what we said. It's true. It's a great meet and greet. We did it, we love it, the queue is awesome. And the queue also features... Oh, the queue, yeah. It features uh, music from various Disney, or not Disney, Disney very video, video games. Yeah, it's great. I would love that loop. And it has uh, some video games in the queue. Uh -huh. and, and it kind of has the portals, the plug portals. Yeah, and it, exactly. It makes you feel like you're sort of in the movie, which is a lot of fun. Which is nice. Yeah, we okay. love it. And then number one, uh, no surprise here, but Disney acquiring this film. I don't know what that is. Uh, Star Wars. Oh. Okay, Disney bought Star Wars. Yippee. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. For $4.5 $4. billion. I'm super excited that they did, I think. Or uh, something like that. Diversifying. You know, their assets is a good idea. Yeah. You know, especially since they've announced the, another Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know, I guess that's exciting. I um, like Star Wars. It's I like Star Wars. I hate, obviously, like most people dislike the prequels immensely. See, I those are the only ones I like. I don't like the old ones. You're just being difficult. No, I really do love the new so ones. So hopefully Disney will at least put it in the hands of a director who will give a shit. I'm not fuck it up too much. I'm hoping. Which is, I think, the good thing about it. I don't know how much Lucas is going to be involved. Hopefully, not too, too much. I'm sure he will be to a certain and extent. And what a stand up guy. He donated all that money. Did he? He donated the whole $4 billion to education. Really? What a nice guy. Wow. Who does something like That's that? That's crazy. Somebody who has way too much money. But I liked it at least that he had the foresight to say, hey, you need to set this Well, now up. it's come out that he wants to somewhere. focus on more specific sort of like pet projects, which is great. Uh -huh. Like, why not do that? You're a fucking yeah, he billionaire. he doesn't need it anyway. You're a billionaire. Go and do whatever the hell you want. Don't make a big blockbuster movie. But they also got Industrial Light Magic. Yeah. Which does a lot of effect stuff, which now, is really neat. Now, I wasn't sure. Did they buy... The rights to all the old movies too, like they own everything, they own everything. including like the what? labyrinth. Wasn't that that George Lucas? No, um, they, the creatures. No, Jim Henson creatures after the creatures. But I think he was involved. Yeah, in that. What he about, might like, have been. What about I don't like, Willow? I, the films get dicey, I guess, because if they're distributed by other companies, they might only Which have some was. rights to it. What so. about like Willow though? I don't know. What about the Ewoks? I don't know the Ewok films. Oh my God, they're my favorite. Ewok meet and greets. With midgets. No, there should be an Ewok ride. There should be an Ewok ride featuring that badass crow lady. Yes, Ewok. And she can hunt you. Ewok's number two, whatever the hell it's called. Is that the one with the crows? Yeah, the crow the lady. Battle for Endor or whatever the hell it's called. Those movies. That are one. Good. Incredible. Sindel after her family dies. How fucked up is that shit? Totally, Kills off her whole family totally in the first two up. minutes of the film. I used to love those movies when I was a kid. Amazing. But the first and so hard to watch when you know that everyone's gonna die. One minute into the second film. It's not that hard to watch. I could watch it over and over again. And then, yeah, that crow lady is amazing. She and is. That, she has that gem on her finger yeah. that turns her into a crow. And and Wilford Brindley is still alive, so you could use them in the attraction. You know, it's just just do it. Ewok attraction. I'm it's the it. right time to do oh it. Oh my gosh, like we could do ride. an Ewok attraction like Heimlich's Choo Choo Train, except for it's an Ewok. No, it should be like a, like a hanging... Oh my gosh, like what's Omni that little Mover? guy that's Wilford Brimley's pet? He teak. needs to be a meet and greet character. Teak, teak, teak. Yes, they could dress up a monkey in that outfit. And Wasn't he? Uh, he was in the old Star Tours in the video. Yes, he was in the the pre pre show yes. video. He is wonderful. They should do an animatronic dark ride kind of thing. I should be more excited about this acquisition. I'm I'll not be stoked. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not like jumping off the walls. I'm pretty excited. You know, I like to see them buying characters because it it's what they do best. 
and having those catalogs will make the It is not what parts. they do best. It is not what they do best. It's something they do. It is not what they do best. Well, what they do best is take properties that is not what them. they do by that is not what they do best. Why do people keep saying that? It's true. As a corporation, Everyone that's what they that. do best. That is not what they do best. What they do best is make their own characters. Which is nice too. They did it for dozens and dozens of years. I know, but buying other characters no, too just that's makes not that... what they do best though. Take it back what you said. Okay. Making original characters is what they All do right, best. Alright, that's fine. Is it what they do best? It's one of the things they do well. One of the things they do well is acquire other people's characters and use them properly. Yeah. But what they do best is create their own characters. But it's nice to see them. And create idea. original But characters. I feel like, but what I'm excited about, my point is, that under Lucas, nothing really good was getting done under them. Yes, Like, the characters is. were just sitting there, not really doing too much, aside from, like, the animated show and, like, shit. So. Anyway, yeah, it's a good thing. Having it in the hands of a company that knows how they, well, tends to use the characters more will be neat, hopefully, in the long run. All right. And I'm excited. I'm hoping they're buying Nintendo next. That's I my prediction. could care less. Nintendo. What's... Okay. Legend of Zelda. Okay, I got it. Animated feature. All right. You think or they animated buy more it. characters and not create new ones? No. Okay. I got you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I got enough characters. It's a thing not likely to happen But we like to discuss it anyway A hypothetical Disney-related extravaganza the draw of the day Okay, so for today's hypothetical question, we did something a little different. We, of course, as you all know, had our outstanding, awesome first official meetup at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge a couple weeks ago, and we decided to ask everyone the same hypothetical question. Who would ever sit down with Adam? Whoever would do it. Not Who, everyone would do it. Not everyone would. We had about 35 people show up, and I don't know, like five people actually answered the question. Because y'all are than that. Y'all are lame. Maybe like eight. Anyway, some like people can't people. handle us because we're crazy. Anyway, but some people um, could. So, Adam, what was the question? Okay, so here was the question: uh, If you could accidentally die on any Disney attraction, which one, how, and why? Which one, how, and why? Okay, so I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay, and then you can go, and then we'll play our clips. Uh, I would say that I want to die on Stitch's Great Escape. Why would that be? Now, it's not because I like the attraction, because I do not like the attraction. I like the animatronics, the attraction can suck it. It's taking up valuable space in Tomorrowland. Here's why I want to die on it, mm. and how. I would like the, you know in the round room when you sit down, uh -huh. in the thing and the harnesses come down and they say to let it touch your shoulders yeah. and it will stop? In my fantasy, it, it does not stop. stop and it crushes my body in half and splits my body in half. That's horrible. Okay, like it. Th I, this is a legitimate fear. That those harnesses will not stop coming down and I will get crushed. Yeah. Okay? Uh, the reason I want to die in that attraction is that maybe that will be the catalyst for them shutting it down. <laughs> I think that if somebody gets crushed in one of those things, attendance will drop and they'll shut that attraction down. And they will build a theater for sending it close. <laughs> okay, that's mine. That's it? Yep. Okay. That is my reason. So for my question, um, I will choose Dinosaur. Okay. And the main reason being is that every time when you rewrite it, do you know the part where the Allosaurus, whatever the hell his name is? Yes. It's holding up the tree, oh, right? Yeah. You gotta do it? Oh, yeah. And it moves a little? Uh huh. You always think it's gonna smush me. The tree? I know it's not gonna. But what if it did? But it scares me to death. So I kind of want it just to crush me to death. Because I'm always waiting for it anyway when it happens. And I feel like it would be a quick death. 
And then, in similar reasons to Stitch, then it would probably cause major changes to the dinosaur attraction. Nice. Which can only be good things. Uh huh. So it would help everyone out in the long run. Plus, I would die in Dinosaur, and it would just kind of be weird. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? Like, they built this fake tree that wasn't supposed to kill anyone, obviously. And then Because it's dead. a fake tree, and then it broke and fell and killed it's everyone. You. Does it kill everyone, or just you? Everyone on this ship. Nice. With a car. It's a car. It's a time rover. Whatever it's called. All right. So let's play those clips. I'm Lindsay, and I just want to die peacefully in Impressions de France. That's a joke. I love that. Hi, this is Emily. How are you? Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about where I might want to die accidentally in Walt Disney World. If you know me, you might know I love the Dapper Dans quite a lot. Um, I would, my dream death would be getting clocked in the face with the Deegan organ chimes while they're singing uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade theme, falling to my death with a concussion. Uh, I want them to put one of their hats on top of my face to uh, save the little children some horror, and then tap dance over my body on Main Street USA. That is my Disney death. Uh, my name is Michael Grayson. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Grayson McQuack. Uh, you're going to ask the question? or No, just go for uh, it. Uh, I would definitely pick Haunted Mansion because at least that way... I would want to die by falling out of the attic, so then I would be in the graveyard scene, as the rumor of the story goes, and then once I'm dead, I could just haunt around, because there's always room for one more. Hi, my name's Ricky. Answer. What? Oh, just answer the question. What question? Oh, the... the if you... Oh, how am I going to die? Yeah. I'm going to be on the people mover, and I'm going to be going through Space Mountain. And one of the cars is going to come loose and crash into my people mover car, taking out everybody with me. Nice. Why? Just because you like the people mover? Why that? That's probably one of our favorite rides, and we go on it all the time. So if I'm going to die, it's probably going to be on the people mover. All right. I would uh, probably choose to die on uh, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, the new Little Mermaid ride in Fantasyland. Just falling into the tracks and just being killed that way just to say that I was the first person to die on the new ride at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scarlett from touringplans.com and of Mouse and Man Pod. If I was going to die on any Disney attraction, it would be Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. And I want to die inside the animal cracker box. Like, I want to have a heart attack or something so that as I'm laying there dying, the last thing I experience is the delicious smell of animal crackers while Heimlich tells me about how much he loves desserts. And that's how I want to die, because it'll be the most amazing thing ever. Hey, I'm Mark Diva, also known as Diva Disney on Twitter. If I were to die on any Walt Disney World attraction, I would choose the Main Street Trolley. <laughs> I would get into a trolley accident, kind of like Frida Kahlo. And I would be... I would be laying there while, <laughs> while the trolley show happened around me. <laughs> the autumn one or the main one? The, the actual one, the true one. Um, who will... I'm, hope, I'm hoping that the fall one will soon be uh, deposed by the actual... Main Street Trolley Heir to the Throne. Um, and then I would become part of the Main Street USA trolley mythology, if you will. 
Um, and hopefully my ghost would be kind of a friendly ghost and I would watch over the trolley performers and protect them from all the guests who stand there, watch them sort of bored and walk away. I would be, I would be uh, slitting those guests' throats. My name is Megan, um, also known as Megadiz13 on Twitter. Um, I think the attraction that I would uh, like to perish in is Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I think that that's, it's been my favorite attraction ever, so I think that I would just want to be like the new mermaid that's there, the one that's like in the boat all skeletal. I could be a totally skeleton in the attraction and just be there forever. But um, I have to say that, or possibly having the Dapper Dan's serenade my body as it floated away down that hill, just, that would be amazing. So how would you actually die? I think I'd fall out of the boat going over the hill, and it would run me over. That, <laughs> sounds, would just, that sounds about with right. With still people in it, and, they'd be, and be, they'd be traumatized for the rest of their lives. Ruining, ruining their vacation. Vacation ruined. It would be just like every row would have like two little kids. It would be only Make-A-Wish children. Oh, yes. Only Make-A-Wish children. And they would ruin their lives. So they would spend the rest of their lives in trauma knowing that they basically ran me over in the boat. Hey guys, I'm Chelsea. Um, I think if I were to die on an attraction, it'd have to be Everest. It's my favorite ride. I would love to hang out with the Yeti in the afterlife if that was a thing. Um, I think if it were to happen, the tracks where it would stop would just keep going and we'd probably go off the side of the mountain. It'd be scary, but I mean, you know, you kind of, you prepare yourself for that a little bit when you go on a roller coaster. The, the worst possible situation, so. I think that would be it. It's it's my favorite ride, so I'd be okay with that. To be Jenna, Jenna Tipton or Jenna Bunkley, uh-huh. Disney aficionado, aka sister to Andrew Tipton, aka sister-in-law to Adri- Adam Ferretti. Excuse me, I've had several beers. Yes, the Disney So What is your Twitter name? Twitter name is Bunkley Jenna at at, at, at Bunkley Jenna. At, yeah, at Bunkley Jenna. Correct. Followed by few and none, three total. Um, all right, so if I were to die on any attraction, I would die on Kilimanjaro Safari at the point where they round the mountain and they're like always, can we see the lion? Can we see the lion? At that point, the female lion would drag me. She would just jump through the barbed wire or the electrical fence, whatever it is, and drag my body. Meanwhile, the entire rest of the safari would be watching. Would you be in the safari vehicle when it happens? Yes, I would be in the safari, but I would be on the side where, like, I would be most accessible to the lion. Sure. I'd be on that side. Sure. So the lion would grasp me out, uh-huh. and I, I would be dragged out, and she would not kill me. She would not go for the jugular. She would start eating my stomach. So the, the, the ride would stop and they would watch me be eaten by this female lion. Meanwhile, obviously, the male lion, who's a douchebag and lazy, would be watching, waiting for me to die so he could eat. And basically, that's how I'd want to go out. Why there, though? 
Well, because obviously I'd rather be eaten by a live animal than an animatronic, which is fucking lame. I'd rather be eaten, taken down by a regular animal. Especially traumatized people, which is a bonus. Yes, that would be awesome. Yes. That would be totally awesome. Think of those little fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> they would be watching <laughs> that lion eat my fucking ass, and they would be so upset. They would never watch Lion King fucking again. No. Simba, whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, never again. I would be drug out of the cart. They would tear my innards out. I'd be perfectly conscious the entire time, screaming for help. Meanwhile, the cast members who are not trained for any of this kind of event would be like, we don't fucking know what to do. And I'd be there. My innards would be strung across the, the fake fucking rocks. I'd be dying, and they would basically slit my throat in front of every but person on that ride. And that would be it. I'd be dead. Hi, how are you? This is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio. I would like to explain to you how I'm going to die in the future. I'm going to be on the Carousel of Progress, and as the room, well, I guess the seats, are shifting, I'm going to stick my neck out and be decapitated by the wall. That is how Lou Mangello is going to die. You've heard it here first. I'm thinking sometime around 2014. If you'd like to join me on this ride, you're more than welcome to. I will be decapitated in the Carousel of Progress. Hopefully my head will roll onto the stage next to the dog. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to this ridiculous, stupid episode of the Disney Hipster Podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, we're on Twitter at Disney Hipsters. You could send us an email, DisneyHipsters at gmail.com. Follow our daily blog posts at DisneyHipsters.com. We're also on Tumblr and YouTube. And sometimes we make, what are those things called? Gift, gift booms? Gift booms. Gift booms. I don't know what that is, but we do them sometimes. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. We'll talk about our trip on the next show. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.